Welcome to the Nightmares Podcast, where we talk about everything horror, movies, TV shows, comics, books, video games, anything and everything horror. We also sometimes interview people within the horror community. I'm your host, Brandon, and with me, as always, are Zach and Mark. And today, you're really going to lose your head over our topic. We're talking about decapitation so about you being too tired for puns i lied the uh, you should have seen this coming i knew i should have introed holy hell the uh (laughs) jesus man so yeah we're talking about decapitations in horror movies that's that's pretty cool the um uh, just decapitations in general because decapitations are fucking awesome yeah they are pretty awesome there's definitely some good shit there um so i know zach is very excited about talking about this so (laughs) We're gonna let we're gonna let this guy go first. So go ahead, Zach. Alright, where do I wanna begin? Alright, I'm gonna American Zacko. <sighs> Accept it. Screw you. Alright. So I have three. Uh two are from a video game. One is from a movie. Number three. I'm sure we're all familiar with Mortal Kombat. I knew that was coming. <laughs> so did I. Now the problem was there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the last two games. And I I narrowed it down to two that I was like, all right, it's between these two. It's Baraka's fatality from Mortal Kombat Deception, where he punches your head into the air, throws out one of his blades and catches it. I, I used to fucking love that one. And then I remembered the latest Johnny Cage fatality, which is fucking hilarious so from 11 yeah from uh 11 one of the you know better fatalities in the game so anybody who's familiar with mortal kombat knows that one of johnny cage's classic fatalities is he just uppercuts your head off you know they've had a few funny variations but in this one he does the uppercut he fails camera yells cut we're gonna do it again tries it again fails again just dislocates the jaw third time it's like all right fuck it let's do this he decapitates the head, it's sitting on his hand, and then he throws it at the camera and it just gets lodged into the camera lens. So that's my number three pick. Okay. Fucking love that one. Number two, Friday the 13th. There's a pretty, there's a few to choose from in the Friday the 13th series. You have part one, you know, the ending of the movie where Pamela gets decapitated. But it's not nearly as hilarious as in part eight where Julius just gets his head punched off by Jason. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with this kill, Julius is kind of a boxing character and all that stuff. Kind of a badass in the movie. So, he's with Jason on the roof, in a random rooftop in New York. And they're having a one-on-one fight. Julius is just beating the shit out of him, punching him. Jason just keeps moving backwards, backwards, backwards. And he's not fighting at all. He's just taking the hits. And after a good, like, minute or two of just Julius beating the shit out of this guy, he's like, All right, Jason. Get your head in. And Jason just takes one whack. Pow! Off with his fucking head. Rolls off a roof. And then into a trash can. That was part eight? Yeah, this was uh, Jason Goes to Manhattan. probably why I don't remember it. But it's like the best part of the movie. How could you not remember it, Brandon? You had so many questions during the movie, I figured you'd remember it. No. (laughs) Wow, really forgettable. That's depressing. And then part one. I want to see if Mark can guess this one. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a few hints. It's heavy metal related. Mm-hmm. Lemmy was in it. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry uh, voiced the guy who gets decapitated. <laughs> I have no idea. Come on. It's a really brutal game. 
the uh, I I have no idea. Legends will be told about it for years to come. It's a brutal legend. Yep, that's not horror. I don't give a shit. It's a badass video game. Demons are taking over the world, and it's heavy fucking metal. Anything that's heavy metal related is default thrown into the horror category just because of the awesome type of music it is. Slayers in it. I mean, there's a Slayer song. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. That, that logic doesn't check out. It, do you know what it checks out to me? Thank you. The Brandon has a question. So, is Airheads horror? Technically, yes. No, <laughs> no, sir. It's heavy metal. It's horror. It's awesome. The things can be awesome and not be horror. Well, do you know what Mortal Kombat is in horror? But we still went with that one. That might as well be horror. That's insanely gratuitous violence. So it might as well be. Mortal Legend doesn't have violence. Does, but not like that. You know what? I'm I'm not gonna argue the merits of. It's a, okay, let's go. Let's I don't know anything about this game. Let's so. make an agreement right now. Regardless of what genre it might be in, it's awesome. We'll both oh, agree. absolutely. We'll both agree it's one that. of the greatest video games of all time. And if you haven't played it, you're wrong. Go oh. fucking play it. Oh, dude, I, I actually very much recommend that game. I thought that game was going to blow, and it did not dude, at I re- all. I remember seeing the Game Informer magazine for that, and I was just like, this looks fucking stupid. And That's for the longest time, I thought the game was going to be trash. And then I saw a trailer, and I just see Lemmy, Rob, Ozzy. Ozzy! <laughs> That's hey, dude. Even even with that, I I thought it was gonna be fucking lame. No, it, I I wasn't unconvinced until I actually played the game, and then I'm like, oh yeah, this is pretty fucking. No, good. see that that's too. I'm just like, I okay. Now I gotta try it, and then they released a demo, and I was in love. I'm like, oh my god, this is genius. Back when demos actually came with the magazine, um, uh, we're showing our age. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, there. All right. Yeah. That's, I, so, yeah, essentially Jack Black's character just decapitates the final demon at the end of the game. And it's just Jack Black yelling, DECAPITATION! For like a good five minutes straight. Actually held that note pretty well. The uh, actually... And then he proceeds to rip out two hearts. Cool. Nice. With awesome heavy metal music playing in the background. Very <laughs> Uh, Brandon. Fucking Slayer! So, so Brandon, mm-hmm. what would you pick? All right, so I've got a, a few here. All right, awesome. I'm waiting um, for the most delicate decapitations in history. No, I'm pretty sure that they're going to be decent. So I've got <laughs> one, two, three, four, five on my list. Um, not in really any order. Um, so I'll just start with the one decapitation that I like. From a movie that I didn't really care for. And it's also been a really long time since I've seen... I haven't seen this movie since it first came on DVD. So it's also the one that's least fresh in my mind. So I'm just going to go through it real quick. And that is the decapitation in High Tension. I take it there was a lot of high tension in this movie? I thought you've seen it. Have I? Have you? I don't know. Have I? High Tension. What was it about? It's basically about these two girls being chased by a killer... Bringing That's it up a, a lot of movies, Brandon. I, I know, I know. <laughs> it's made by the same guy that did the Hills of Eyes remake and Crawl and Piranha 3D. You don't recognize that one? You know what? Maybe I have seen this. I completely missed this this movie. Huh. I want to see it now. And it, it, it's okay. I did not care for the ending. The ending is the big reason I don't care for it. 
Um, and I'm kind of just piecing this together from memory because like I said, I haven't seen it since the first guy on DVD. But pretty much this person gets their head stuck in like a door and the killer who's like this big brutish trucker guy has this cart and just basically rams this cart into the guy's head just like sliding it right off. Okay. It's a pretty brutal scene. Um, like I said, it's been so long that I don't remember all the specifics, but that decapitation is at least as much of, uh, that, that, the general vibe of that moment has still stuck with me all these years, even though the movie as a whole did not. Um, so uh, enough so that I felt it was at least worth an honorable mention here very quickly. Um, a more classic one is in The Omen. Yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The yeah, photographer yeah. gets his head taken off with a sheet of glass. Uh, what makes that one so notable is they show it four different times from different angles. The director, Richard Donner's opinion, or his um, philosophy there was, if I just show it once... There are people who are going to see it coming. Like, you know, if a girl's with her boyfriend who doesn't like gore, she's just going to like hide her head in his chest and then she'll be like, okay, it's over. He didn't want to give people a chance who are going to close their eyes or look away. Nope. Once they feel like it's safe, oh, you're going to see it three more times. There is no escape. Pretty much. That's actually a pretty funny philosophy to make people watch the shit you're making them go through. Yep. No, you're going to watch this decapitation and you're going to fucking like it. Well, you paid for your movie ticket. You're going to get that. Yeah. There you go. Richard Donner, really. I think The Omen might have been his first feature. Good for him. Because he had done TV at that point, most notably the Nightmare at 20,000 Feet episode of Twilight Zone, um, which he also did a commentary on the DVD and Blu-ray for that episode of Twilight Zone that's worth mentioning. And then, of course, um, a couple years after The Omen, he did Superman with Christopher Reeve, got fired off of Superman 2, did all four Lethal Weapons, The Goonies. Um, yeah, he's done a lot of stuff over the years. So, very good director. And, yeah, The Omen, really good decapitation. Uh, next up, uh, what order do I want to go in here? Um... For my midpoint, I'll go with something on the more humorous side, and that is Deathgasm. It's such a beautiful decapitation. It is. Um, (laughs) So Bad Guy's minion messes up, is brought before him, and then as main bad guy is chewing him out, his two masked henchmen just... Out of nowhere, just decapitate the guy. Blood goes spraying everywhere. <laughs> Fitting punishment for a failed henchman, you know? Except, main bad guy is upset at his henchman because they didn't put down a plastic sheet. And now blood is just everywhere, all over the furniture and everything. And so he tells them <laughs> to lay down a plastic sheet and do it again. Um, so yeah, so he gets mad that they're not doing it again. And, uh, so they lay down a plastic sheet, 
One of them holds up the body and holds up the head to the neck hole. And they just kind of put on this whole performance of just like, they just kind of slowly bring the sword down. The guy holding the head just kind of rolls it and it's just like showmanship. And it's just the most ridiculous thing. When I saw Deathgasm, it was um, at a midnight screening at Music Box Theater. And I saw it, it was like shortly after I moved to the place I was living at at the time. And I just saw the title and I said, I'm going. I don't even know what it's about. It's just, it's called Deathgasm. I'm going. Um, and that was at a time when I would just buy my tickets online just whenever, because like, just in case the train runs late or whatever, I don't have to fool around with buying a ticket at the box office. And it's a good thing I did because apparently everybody else in the city had the exact same idea I did because it was a pretty much sold out. It was either a sold out show or close to sold out show. And during that scene, Everybody was laughing so hard, you couldn't hear what was happening. Such a funny fucking movie. I'll have to check it out. The um, I have, it's a good time. I have the uh, we'll have to do a, a scream movie. It's that. a it's a New Zealand based horror comedy, heavy metal related. Yeah, heavy uh, metal horror. Thank you. It's a good time. Uh, good time. No, it's a fucking great time. That's the, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, the, I uh, saw it after. Uh, I think I was helping. Um, I was helping one of my buddies film one of their projects for school, and it's just like, dude, you got to see this movie. So it's like, okay, put it on. Watched it. Fucking loved it. Okay, and then I got two more. I'll go with the lesser known one because I kind of because um, it's a movie that neither of you have seen, and I don't really want to spoil too much of it because it is something that I know Zach wants to watch as well. But the nurse in the hospital scene in Exorcist 3. and Spoiler alert. What makes this one unique is you don't actually see the decapitation. Um, I won't go into the details surrounding the scene because it is a really well done scene. And it just really, it ramps up tension in a way that you don't realize tension is ramping up. And then what happens, happens. It just, it's arguably one of, if not the best jump scare ever. Um, But what's cool is you don't need to see the decapitation because as it's right about to happen, it then cuts the next scene but there's a statue that you see decapitated and there's blood on it. So it, you know, it makes you draw that conclusion on your own. It's a very cool artistic way to uh, convey a decapitation. It's a really well done scene. One of these days I'm going to finally watch it. Yeah, it's, it's really the highlight of the movie. And that's why I was kind of hesitant to talk too much about it because I I don't want to, you know, ruin the best part of the movie when it is something that you're intending on seeing um so yeah and so my final one and i I guess it's good that i saved this one for last because it's something i know we've all seen so i can talk about it all i want and that is ash decapitating linda in evil dead 2 (laughs) with a shovel and what makes this one great is her head still speaks after it's lopped off 
and he just puts the neck in a vice in the tool shed and she keeps taunting him and then they even brought Linda back in Ash vs. Evil Dead played by a different actress but they still brought the character back um, is just a very fun decapitation nice it's just a very fun movie yeah oh, it's a great movie um, and then two other they're not technically decapitations, but when am I ever going to have another opportunity? And they're not really exploding heads either in a way. So it's like, when am I going to have another opportunity to talk about these two? But I also like Billy Zane punching through the sheriff's head and Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. That's a really fun moment. And then I also like, and this is an action comedy, but still worth bringing up um the piece of church roof that gets I was... yeah that gets uh falls onto tim messenger's head in hot fuzz damn i was literally gonna oh, shit, i was literally right. gonna take that one and actually you know, dude, that's... oh i thought that wasn't a horror movie no, mark no that's that is actually a legitimate like it i would actually consider that like like almost a horror comedy more than i would consider that a because the thing with both of them like all three of those movies Mm-hmm. Are all have a lot of horror elements within them. They have a lot of genres thrown into the blender. They and and it, pretty much most of the time it, it makes a great smoothie. Yeah. The um uh, yeah that's a great fucking. Scene. Oh, Fuzz is such a fucking hilarious movie. That, oh my god, that movie's amazing. The um, <laughs> uh, have you ever jumped in through the air with wearing holding two guns? No. Let's <laughs> see. You ever drop kick, kick somebody in the face? No. <laughs> <laughs> the uh god this will be so good the uh um so i guess it's my turn the um i want to don't say i want to do t- um uh, there's two funny ones that i love and one of them i just watched recently um uh, by a great uh, from a great show that brandon recommended um uh, scream queens with the girl of oh, the deaf taylor swift getting right. her head taken off by a lawnmower um which <laughs> which which was hilarious you're um, welcome. They thank you for that. Yeah, that was that was awesome. The um and the other the other one I find hilarious, even though Zach fucking hates the movie and I don't really give a shit because I enjoyed it very much. Um, the the child's play decapitation and all the crazy shit they did with it after the, with the head afterwards. Oh yeah, it's fucking great. The um, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of a forgettable movie. The uh, I disagree, sir. I had a lot of fucking fun with it. Uh, I'm glad somebody did. At least I got you know entertainment. The, in the um, first like thirty seconds of the movie, did he fuck it? <laughs> <laughs> Orion's still around at MGM Studio. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Vietnam. No. <laughs> Jesus. The uh, I laughed. and that's where it ends. I laughed for most of the movie. Zach yeah. only laughed. For the I first thought it was days. a fun remake. Some third act issues most notably yeah. that cop was definitely dead oh yeah it was all 100 percent dead the, and then there was also discount jack black yep absolutely um, oh my god they yeah, could, I they completely could not, they, forgot about they him could not. I, I thought it was a fun enough remake i think it's one of the better remakes it does kind of take a little bit fun out of it when you realize the uh original creator's opinion of it because um, he still has the series going on. I did not hear about What was his opinion on it? So basically, so he still owns the rights to Chucky. Yeah. And what one good thing about the Child's Play series is he has been involved with 
all of them. Child's Play, Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, Cult of Chucky. Those are all still his singular storyline. And, of course, he has the TV series coming soon as well, which is still going to be a continuation of his storyline. Which... Awesome. Yeah. And so he, so after he did Curse and Cult of Chucky, um, MGM's just like, we're going to be doing a remake of Child's Play. We would like your name on it, just as like a token credit. And he is just like, I mean, I still have, and if you want to make the remake, fine, but don't put my name on it because the series is still going strong. I just had two reasonably well reviewed movies just come out. So it's not like the series is dead or anything. And so he kind of feels like by them doing this remake, while he still has like the TV series coming and everything, he kind of feels like it's them stepping on his feet. I I absolutely agree with that. Even coming from a person who actually likes the remake, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, if it was was a like remake that no one was touching or nobody was doing anything with, or he had signed away all of his rights, yeah, then you know, then that is what it is. But you know, but that the series sense. is still going and it's still go- going strong. People still like I'm surprised. I'm still blown by the fact that Chucky, like there was a Chucky movie that came out. Like what was the last one? Like five years ago? Cult of Chucky. Yeah, uh, it was that one came out while I was on my second cruise ship. So over the past, um, so three years. Yeah, So and, and I actually enjoyed that one quite a bit. Was yeah. it the one where the person's in the wheelchair? Yeah. Okay, yeah. The yeah, last one I saw was The Bride of Chucky. So I I was I was never the biggest fan of the Child's Play series or Chucky as a character. But, I mean, it's not a bad series. I think it's a joke because it's a little fucking dull. But, you know, it's... I think it has its ups and downs. Yeah. As most things do. Yeah. The uh, definitely most things do, but but um, yeah, Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky, I actually enjoyed quite a bit. Nice. Yeah, I need to pick the series back up. I want to actually start like before the show goes on. I want to start from the beginning and then work my way up to the end, just so I'm actually caught up. Yeah, because it's also been a long time since I've seen like I think the last one I saw was like three, like ten years ago. I really like three. It's not a great movie, but that's kind of why I like it. But which one was the one where he gets burnt in the doll factory? That's the second one. I second believe. one. Okay, then yeah. it was part two that I saw. That was like uh, ten years ago. Three is the one at the military school. Gotcha. Uh, and I always, always confused two and three. Yeah, which I, I really like the military school setting and just the ridiculousness of some of the performances, um, and just the idea of like the whole paintball thing. And he switches out some of the paint one team's paintballs to the actual bullets, which. That does, can't that's really not happen. how guns work. That is not how it works. That's not how paintball guns work. Do, okay. do, does it work for the screen enough? No, no I just well, I haven't seen it in you, fucking you, It works either. enough. You either buy it or you don't. Th- there's like, a certain <laughs> amount of suspension of disbelief that you got to bring into a talking doll movie. Yes. Especially I believe voodoo over that shit any day. <laughs> The, uh, and also, Child's Play 3 was directed by Jack Bender, who directed the bulk of the series Lost. Okay? God, dude, directors, some of these directors have really weird careers. You know, you said that about DPs in the last podcast. But, but all DPs have weird careers. Only some directors do, have weird Do you want to know the weirdest writing credits? Yes. So, do you know what Double Dragon is, oh based on the video game movie? No, not that I remember. Zach? Really? You don't know what Double Dragon is? <coughs> Excuse Pleasure. me. Sorry. 
the um, I, I but Z- but Zach, you know Double Dragon, right? yeah. So ba- let, let's just call it Street Fighter ripoff. That, that's a gross, gross oversimplification, but for the sake of Mark, that's what we're gonna call it. I it's and it's so from the, and it's from that era of video game movies. Yeah. Yep. I see it. Yeah. Double the, Dragon um, is not a Street Fighter ripoff. What's that? Double Dragon is not a Street Fighter. It's ripoff. not. But we're talking to Mark here. I, I gotta translate. I, I, to... I don't see it. How is it a street? Like, how do you even go that direction? More so the movie route. Okay, if we're talking movie Cause, cause route, it's like, then, okay, yeah, because yeah. it's like Street Fighter the movie came out. Double Dragon was around the same time. Okay, um, I'm not a video game person, okay. so I'm it's, like, if you're talking there, about the game, prob- I'm like, yeah, I'm not, t- I'm not talking about the games. I'm talking about like okay. that era right. of video game of, movies of pre Mortal Kombat video game movies. It's okay. like the the trifecta of 1993: <laughs> Street Fighter, <laughs> Double Dragon, Super Mario Brothers. I don't even know what order they came out in, so it could very well be Street Fighter was after Double Dragon. I don't know. That's uh, a that's a marathon day right there. Well, yeah. Super I, I, Mario I am, Brothers, Double Dragon, and Street Fighter. And oh, I God. never played oh, Double God. Dragon, so it's I, I'm openly admitting I know nothing about Double Dragon, okay. except that it was a bad video game movie that came out in 1993, and the two writers on it are Paul Dini, who was one of the main writers for Batman the Animated Series and pretty much the animated DC universe as a whole. He even wrote the Heart of Ice episode, which is the episode famous for creating the Mr. Freeze as we know him today. Mm. Um, So that whole origin story with his wife and everything. And the other writer is Peter Gould, who would go on to write for Breaking Bad and co-create Better Call Saul. Wow. Interesting. A lot of weird shit. Well, everybody's got to start somewhere. Yep. Yep, yep. I suppose so. Double Dragon, to me, is like a cross between Tekken and Street Fighter. Where are these comparisons coming from? You're Dude. talking to two people who know nothing, openly know nothing about video games. Dude, I know a lot about video games, actually. but that but You're I, talking to one person who openly knows like, nothing about video games. Dude, that's where I'm getting from the, uh, from the actual picture of it. Like, it reminds me of Tekken and Street Fighter. But it, they, it, it, Double Dragon's a fucking beat-em-up. The, that so is Street Fighter. No, it isn't. Street Fighter's Street a, fighting a fighting game. game. Mm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a beat 'em up. Yes, it is. The Fair. Simpsons is a beat 'em up. Depending on which one you're talking about. The the, the arcade one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, the one that still has Marge's rabbit ears. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, so. So, oh, that, that was a really long way for us to get to. Brandon doesn't know video games, even though he, even though he, even though no, he, even though he says it many times. But uh, anywho, um, I the last TV show I was gonna mention though was there's a lot. There's actually a lot. Oh, of, why did you like the Scream Queens decapitation? Because <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. The um, I I, I laughed really hard because it took that girl like like ten minutes to even figure out what was going on before she lost her head. Was she deaf or something? Yes, she was oh, deaf. Yeah. She was okay. she was hence, literally hence singing the nickname Deaf Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. The um, uh, sure the uh, which that whole thing was so ridiculous. It was hilarious. The um, I had a lot of fun watching that. Um, and not to mention the, I'm very happy that I stayed for that scene that you recommended. <laughs> The uh, a bunch of frat boys with baseball bats going. Dicky Dollar Scholars. Yep, Dicky Dollar Dollar Scholars. 
literally wearing baseball bats and the wearing baseball. <laughs> bats. I'm sorry. They were holding baseball bats, wearing some of the douchiest clothing I've ever seen, and that you could take to the bank for me. Um, and they were hunting a killer that was in the their red devil. The red devil. While Backstreet Boys, um, uh, everybody rock your body was playing in the background. It was pretty fucking great. The um, uh, and then they kind of got their asses kicked. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, there was like seven. Wooden baseball bats don't go up against chainsaws very well. Yeah, that that's true. why you don't attack the blade of the chainsaw, dumbasses. <laughs> to be fair, these weren't the smartest characters to get Clearly. There. Yes, dude. They, they, like, it was literally like like a cross between a slasher movie and fucking Blue Mountain State. That's that is yeah. the um, with maybe a little bit more prep to it, but and that's about it. Blue Mountain State had horror elements to it. Yeah, this, uh, this is it. Jesus Christ, everybody's fucking terrible. The um, I was yeah, I was very entertained. Uh, I cannot wait for you guys to watch the Halloween episodes. Oh god! Oh look, they have Halloween episodes. Yeah. of course they do. How could they resist? They're the next ones up, and it's so basically the, the episodes I showed you the last time you were here. Like, the first half of the pilot, I was like, this feels really awkward to me. And then the second half started to kind of win me over, and it's like, okay, this is kind of fun. And then the chainsaw episode is like, okay, this is still fun in kind of a guilty pleasure way. And then the Halloween two-parter happens. I was like, no, I legitimately enjoy this. <laughs> this show is funny. This show is great. I like this. I still have and I am not ashamed of it. The uh, he eventually got to that Family Guy uh, bit about Breaking Bad on the wire <laughs> when he got hypnotized. The uh, Breaking Bad is the best show ever made. You will tell everyone about how awesome Breaking Bad is, except maybe not as awesome as the wire. The wire is okay. The uh, look, I've never heard somebody say a bad thing about Breaking Bad. One of these days, I'm gonna watch it. It's a really good show. And Supposedly, it is a really good show. The, um, and I like it more than The Wire. You and a lot of other people. I don't know anybody who disagrees with you, in all honesty. So oh, okay. Yeah, there's... Yeah, I rarely ever hear anybody talk about The Wire. Wow. Breaking Bad, on the other hand, had everybody was... different experiences. Praising yeah. it like dude, it's people, the fucking messiah of television. Dude, people, people do go you know, crazy over The Wire. I, I, there's a couple... It's good? It's good. It's good, but it's not uh, you know, 100% great. There's, there is a phenomenal line in the wire that i always remember and it's great philosophy uh when when he says you when you go after the drug dealers you know uh you know when you go after the drugs you find the drug dealers when you go after the um the suppliers and everything else you find the, the drug dealers but when you go after the money who the fuck knows where you'll end up the um uh, it's, a, it's a really really great yeah. line but it, it is a good show season four is the best the one with the uh school kids mm. um and season five, you know it's an HBO show. You know it's the last season of an HBO show when all the characters you like are dying. Yep. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Really? Because in the last season of Game of Thrones, nobody died. Our, our, our hope in the series died. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I'm um, so glad I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't make it past the first four episodes of that. The um, and I didn't commit to actually being disappointed very much at the end. Very. Happy I don't think I've end. ever seen such a disappointing ending in my life. I have. How much, mother? Really? 
yeah, it was terribly disappointing. But that's that's another for another time. Oh, okay, interesting. The uh, anyways, uh, we'll talk about a, that a lot of people say loss ending was disappointing, but I'm still waiting for an ending. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so lost made you lost. Um, he got lost. Yeah, the, lost, the uh, creator, so lost. the creator of The Wire. Yo, I yo. like his other show that he did for HBO, uh, Treme, a whole lot more than The Wire. I heard it good things about yeah. that. Show. It's, it's about a uh, New Orleans neighborhood after Hurricane Katrina. John Goodman's in it. Steve Zahn is in it. It's really good. What John Goodman was in? It was in something that had to do with New Orleans. What? That's crazy. He'll break your heart in that show. I believe, and it. you'll know the scene when it happens too. I believe it. The uh, Anyway, um, the last TV show I'll bring up to for <laughs> decapitations, <laughs> so we can get back to this. Um, Supernatural actually has a lot of good ones. Um, I'll just put it as a whole um, as them. Anytime they're hunting vampires, there's a lot of good ones in that. Uh, the, yeah, um, right, sure. And then Leviathan and like several other ones that are there. Wait, Leviathan? I don't remember. They, they, no, all... I thought the only thing that killed the Leviathans were bleach. And then you had to decapitate them after. Um, did you? A- yeah, after you did the bleach. The um, uh, the uh, there's a lot of good, a lot of good uh, decapitations and other you know maining you know um, in that show, um, as much as a you know as a CW show could actually get into, the uh, the uh, and then and then yeah the, and then the, the couple movie ones that I really enjoy, uh, one of them that's uh, that is the weakest one but it stuck with me, um, and I really like. The atmosphere of what what was going on, but you never actually see the de- decapitation, is um, Sleepy Hollow. Um, the one scene where um, the headless horseman walks into the house and murders the whole family, the father, son, and, um, and I'm sorry, the the mother, the father, and the son who's hiding underneath the floorboards, and then the he pulls he pulls him up, and then you just see him walking out with a bushel full of heads, and I think that that and then like. It was interesting because it kind of when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, I it reminded me back to the Blob, about like when bad shit can happen to children in movies." So I was like, "Oh, this is yeah. far more realistic." Really long time ago, like back in the DVD days, I listened to Tim Burton's commentary on Sleepy Hollow, mm. and during that scene, he talks about, "I hate it when filmmakers just let kids live." <laughs> Respect. Thank you. Respect, Tim Burton. Respect. Yeah. The um, very if you have not seen Sleepy Hollow, I highly recommend it. It's a really entertaining movie. The um, uh, I've always enjoyed it. Tim Burton. Yeah. I, I really hate it like when people it. like kids live, and I can't believe I didn't know there were other actors other than my wife and Johnny Depp. <laughs> Why, Why did, did you, you tell me? <laughs> Johnny Depp is in Sleepy Hollow, but Helen and Bottom Carter is not in Sleepy Hollow. That is. True. I believe this is before they met. Oh, However, Lisa Marie is in Sleepy Hollow, who I guess would be Tim Burton's Helena Bonham Carter at that time. Correct, correct. <laughs> and, and Christina Ritchie, the, uh, who's awesome. And also Casper Van Dien of Starship Troopers fame. That's even more awesome. Uh, the, um, it's a really good movie. It is a very good Desperately movie. Desperately needs a remaster. <laughs> and and a very, very nice, awesome cameo from Mr. Christopher Walken himself. Yep. The, uh, he plays the actual headless horseman, the um, or the one you know the flashback sequences when yeah. he has you know that. who one of the producers on that movie was oh. Francis Ford Coppola. What? Yeah, that is I I need to hear about that. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't know much about what his involvement is, but yeah, he's one of the executive producers on it. That is interesting. The um, it's funny and who steps in to, to what? Um, Brad Pitt is one of the exec- one of the EPs of The Departed. 
the uh, which I yeah. found really interesting. The um, uh, it's interesting, you know, who's involved with what. But I would definitely love to hear about some stories about his involvement with that. That seems very interesting that he'd be involved in that. Um, they actually built the town yeah. for that movie. Um, yeah, really good movie. Oh yeah, highly recommend it. Um, and then the um, the other one too that I, I would that I really um, uh, a series that I want to revisit is Jeepers Creepers. More specifically, part two. Um, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Where they, uh, uh, where he's the, the, uh, the, the wing. Yep, yeah. the wing, and then oh, and then right. grabs his head and everything else and pulls it right up, which is pretty, pretty, pretty great. And there's a bunch of like you know great scenes of the creature actually getting stabbed in the head and the face and all kinds of crazy shit um, in them. Um, another series I would love to um, to revisit, but yeah, that was a, a great decapitation. Uh, it's only two movies. Can you really call two movies a series? Uh, what about the third one, Brandon? There's only two movies. Can you really call two movies a series? So what about the third one, Brandon? There are only <laughs> two movies. Can you really call two movies a series? Brandon, do you know what the first uh, uh, the first step of grief is? Acceptance. There. <laughs> In this no, case, no, it isn't. <laughs> I'm literally just making up shit. I don't care. I like how he stopped to think about that for a second. He's like, "Wait, <laughs> I, bullshit." It's actually the last step. But um, but let's just skip to the last step and, and just accept it that there are in fact three movies. No, which okay. Have you seen the third one? I have not, but I have to. Because I have never seen a theater audience, sold out theater audience, turn against a movie quite like the way I saw them turn against Jeepers Creepers three. Sold out? Yeah. Wow. Because oh, they were doing like a one night only thing. I thought and it was two I, nights. No, it was it was gonna be one night, and then because they made so much money on that one night, it was like, oh, we're gonna do a second night. Uh, like a month from now or something, but at the time before that second night was announced, there was only one night only. Um, let's see, I was at my parents' place at the time in New York. Um, was this when I was on vacation from the ships? I, I could have swore this is when you were back already. Was it? What, I believe what it year was, was it? 2017. 2017. Oh, never mind. Yeah, then this was when you were on Yes, yeah, so this was when I was on vacation, so this was during that time when I was just chilling at my parents' place. And the only theater I was playing at was in Erie, the Erie Tinseltown. <laughs> so I go down there, see it. Sold out theater. Sold out. Like I even saw in the marquee, Jeepers Creepers 3, sold out. And like the theater was with it at first because it's like, yes, Jeepers Creepers, it's back. It's the third one. And then just slowly, bit by bit, like there'll be a pocket of laughter over there. Then there'll be a pocket of laughter like over here. And then before you knew it, around the halfway point, everybody was just against this movie. Everybody's calling out things that are wrong with it. Everybody's calling out things that are stupid about it. Um, just everybody was against it. You know it's bad wow. when somebody in the audience goes, that's fucking stupid, and, and then nobody everybody gets mad. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, and, and I looked it up on IMDb. And yeah, actually, somebody would call out something, and then you would hear somebody from the other side there, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Dude, the only time I've ever had that experience was in an A24. I think, yeah, um, it was when me, Marcus, David, and I think even John was with us. We went to go see uh, that that piece of shit. Something comes at night. I don't fucking know. It comes at yeah. night. It ends. I go, no, fuck you. And somebody goes, wow, that just happened. 
It's a movie about people trying to figure out who left a door open when there's only one guy who has had the key to the door the entire time. And then the dog is just barking at the woods because sure. a squirrel ran by, I'm pretty sure. Yep. And then uh, and Jeepers Creepers 3 is playing uh, and on the Sci-Fi Network at 2.30 in the morning. That'll tell you exactly Everyone where... stop what you're doing. We need to watch it. The uh... Ayn Mark, if you want to watch it when you get home at 2.30 in the morning, you're welcome to. Uh, We're not watching it on this TV. The, uh, we are at some point. No, you did. You, you said if I, could, if I buy it, we will play it. The, uh, that doesn't sound like me. Yeah, it, oh, yeah, 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 no, you said that because we actually do a trilogy. Do you have a signed contract <laughs> from me? Yes. Nope. All I, right, then, but, yeah, but I, I never said it. You don't tell him no, you tell him yes. He's not going to ask for proof later. Dude, just like Barney, man, I always get the yes. And I will. The uh, anyway, moving on. Okay. The um, uh, and then uh, the... wait before we move on, Zach, you've seen Jeepers Creepers three. Yep. And yep, it's not good, is it? Uh, it's, it's a yes or uh, no question. Uh, it's something. It's a yes or no question, Zach. Wes was mad that we watched it. <laughs> I'll take it. I but, forgot what we were doing. We were waiting for Brandon for something, and it's just like, all right, let's watch a movie in the meantime. I haven't seen this yet, have you? No? Fuck it. Let's watch it. Oh. Did did he just launch turtles out of the back of his truck? Turtle mines? Oh, yeah. That, that reminds me, too. Like, in my Facebook post after I saw it, I was talking about how the Jeepers Creepers mobile now has these bombs that are essentially the red shells from Mario Kart, because they'll follow you wherever you go. Um, and... The the car defies the laws of physics on multiple occasions. It's you just sit there and you go, what, how, huh? <laughs> Pretty much. And I was talking about this with Victor during the uh, Michigan trip last week, and Jeepers Creepers three did come up, and specifically my Facebook post about it, and he was like, yeah, I remember reading that, and I was like. Brandon's a kidder sometime. There's no way this is true. And then he saw the movie and was like, oh, he wasn't joking. <laughs> Jesus. Like, what the fuck? Well, now I have to, I have to see it now. No. The, uh, I have to, our, to... our description of it is a lot more fun than actually sitting through it. Look, I'm just going to say your post was one of the reasons why I was excited to watch it because I heard that and I'm like, this is going to be so stupid. It'll be hilarious. Zach, quick question. Hmm. Which which one's worse? Maximum Overdrive or... Maximum Overdrive. All right, then I could get through it. The um, uh... Now you put him in a pickle. He's like, fuck. The... Uh... <laughs> Did you Come on, set... Brandon. Which you... one's worse? Did you set worse. a standard, sir? <laughs> for what? For, for like uh, horrible movies, like like it's be it's definitely been Maximum Overdrive. I don't just... know if it's worse than Terror you cannot Vision, blame though. me for Maximum Overdrive. No, no, no I we, cannot. We can't. But I didn't. I, I'd say I'm blaming you. I'm said you set a standard yes. for the lowest bar um, with Twice. Maximum Overdrive. The uh, no, dude. I would rather watch fucking Terror Vision than watch Maximum Overdrive. I can promise you that. It, not by much. <laughs> not by much. But enough. But enough. I still don't know. The, um, uh, but that's, yeah, that's, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not by much. It really isn't. It's by a slight margin. Um, but, uh, that's not a win. That doesn't mean I like it. 
<laughs> Shut up, Brandon. You'll come around eventually. No, no, we won't. I'm sorry. How many people have we met that like Terrorvision? How many people have we met that don't like it? I, I, I think the amount we've met who like it outweighs those who don't. No, it, it no, kinda, it's not. It, it kind of does. No, we're 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 equal. I mean, I'm not saying that we're that we're not wrong, but you know, and all those other people are. I know. mean, we're clearly not wrong. Yeah, no, it's hundred percent. But um, the uh, so in my last two, um, the um, is I love the creativity of Resident Evil with the lasers. That whole scene is really really fucking cool. The um, I was always uh, really really uh, down with that. I always enjoy the tension. Um, of them trying to turn the shit off beforehand and they just don't quite make it. The first two Resident Evil movies, they're not good Resident Evil movies, but they're still good movies. Like, yeah, I correct. still love them. Oh yeah, they're, they're not anything, you know, they're not, yeah. they're not Resident Evil. The, the at second all. one is very fucking awesome, but then the third one happens, you're like, what the fuck did you do? And then you get to the fourth one and you go, whoa, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Every movie you just progressively go, wait, what, what, ho- whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I've only seen one, two, and six. There's a story there. How the hell did that happen? I saw the first one when it came out on DVD. All right. Then I saw the second one when it came out on DVD. Then I saw the sixth one because we had it on the ship. Makes sense. Reasons. The uh, is that the one and with the kids in the in the in the school bus? I think so. I remember there was something I no, had to do with... No, that was part three. The part three? Oh, yeah. yeah, no. The, the I, part... I know there had something to do with like a kid clone. Basically, Jurassic Park, Forbidden Kingdom, ripped off the twist from the last Resident Evil movie. Uh, either way. Sure. Part six, every fight scene, you know, you hold... I know. Just you hold on a shot for one frame, and then you cut to the next one for a frame, and then the next one for one frame. Trying to keep up with fights is like... Whoa, 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 what's happening? <laughs> this guy over here pre-ordered the 4K box set for some reason. We're going to watch him. All right, I'm in. The, <laughs> I'm in. We're going to watch, no, you know what we're going to do? We're going to up Red Letter Media thing and we're going to watch all of them at once. <laughs> the, oh um, uh... Brandon is so unamused. Like, he's now mad that he showed me that video. <laughs> Their Transformers video. That's the one where they watched the three Transformers movies like side by side on three TVs. Back when there was just three of them. They just, oh. yeah, back when there was three of them. And then their Resident Evil video was they just marathoned them. And I can't remember if it was in prep for the fourth one or the fifth one, but. Dude, I, yeah. I enjoyed I enjoyed the first one for what it was, but yeah. everything else after that was a fucking dumpster fire. Dude, I was so bored with Transformers. I'll tell you guys a story after this podcast. But I was so bored with fucking Transformers 2. Holy shit. When I saw it in the theaters and, and there was no one in the theater. Um, uh, and, it, and man, was it boring. I, I can't tell you, remember a single thing that happened in that fucking movie. I, I can't. They, um, uh, same way with uh, Brandon and uh, um, uh, Jason Goes to Manhattan. I, or Jason Goes to New York. Jason Takes Manhattan. J- Jason Takes Manhattan. Don't remember anything of that. Same thing. Same thing with Transformers Part 2. Do not remember a fucking thing from that. Couldn't tell you what happens. But, uh, anyway. I only remember bits and pieces of the first and second one. And then the last one, because it was so stupid and hilarious that me and Matt were just dying. Sure. Um, what, what the fuck's is, um, Mark, si- Marky Mark? No, Silence of the Lambs. What the hell is Anthony it? Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Um, 
Me and Matt both died laughing when we're... Anthony Hopkins is driving 100 miles an hour in a car listening to move, bitch. Get out of the way. We're like, what? What is happening? Dude, some people just do things for paychecks. Like, and I know that was... That was that was a very no shit. The Anthony Hopkins is like I'm not doing that, we and, 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 and he's like, and he's like, um, he's like, how much are you paying me again? The, <laughs> well, okay then. Well then, ludicrous. Here I come. The uh, yeah. The, no, we, that movie was stupid, but we had one hell of a time watching it. It's just like, how long do you think? Uh, like we're waiting for the movie to start. How long do you think it'll be until the first explosion happen? It happens. One second. One second into the movie, like where the fucking title sequence is coming in. Explosions! Ah, there's Michael Bay. <laughs> fucking Michael Bay, man. Oh, wait, is that Merlin? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Merlin's in uh the last Transformers movie. Like Merlin from Legend of King Arthur, Merlin. Yep. I. I, I <laughs> It kind of leaves you speechless. <laughs> Again, the movie is so ridiculous, it's hilarious. <sighs> we were upset Ray couldn't come because it's like, oh my god, he, he would hate this movie so much because he's a huge Transformers fan. Dude, he takes that shit mad seriously. <laughs> dude, Brandon's losing hope in all humanity right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're both just sitting here like, hold the fuck up, why is Merlin here? Holy shit. We switch genres. <laughs> Apparently. Um. Uh, anyway, my I'll give my last one. Um. One I really enjoy just because I love what happens after the de- decapitation is hilarious. Is the one from Cabin in the Woods, um, uh, where the girlfriend gets decapitated and and a huge burly fucking dude uh, ends up at the door and literally throws the head and she catches it. She's like, I don't believe she's dead. And then he comes in the door and then throws the head at her. <laughs> and he's like, Well, I guess she is dead. I'm holding her fucking head. The, um, uh, and yeah, those are, I mean, there's a bunch of other ones that I, that I dig in between there, but those are the ones that definitely stick out for me. The, um, uh, but, uh, I, and I do have a question of the podcast. All right. Um, I, the, cause I did bring this up to Brandon. Um, and another time we, we were going to bring it up maybe within this, but I figured it'd be a good question of the podcast. What are your either singular or plural Favorite decapitations from non-horror movies. I have two. I'll get. I'll, I'll do mine uh, first, so you can give you guys more time to think if you want, if you need it. Yeah, I think you're gonna the, um, just do that. Uh, so mine is um, um, from Star Wars Episode Three when Anakin uh, decapitates <laughs> Count Dooku. Dooku. <laughs> hey, the, dude, it, it's such a it's such a fucking. It's, I would probably argue it's probably the best scene of the entire prequels and probably that movie. Um, uh, the, the decapitation scene. The scene in particular, like it, it just a really well fucking done scene. Not not the de- not the decapitation itself, but like the what was going on, the emotional stakes and the tension no, nothing, along with that. I, for me, the the whole ending of that movie. Oh yeah, just, no, no, yeah, no, no, no doubt. Nothing but, will ever be as powerful, but, in my opinion. We, and, and powerful, <laughs> yes, but like it's just such a good, very fucking powerful, but very simple. Um, scene that shows a lot of you know a lot of good stuff, and especially that that fucking sound effect 
like you hear like air leaving, uh, you know, leaving a chamber. It's and, like, good. No, don't get me wrong. I love that scene, but still, there's so many like the the movie just progressively, in my opinion, just gets better and better and better and better. I think there was the, an, the troops marching on the Jedi Temple after Order sixty six is put one. out. Yeah. Uh, the clone troopers just destroying the Je- their Jedi masters and everything. Yeah, like that. yeah, no, you're and right. And then. You're right. The, the final fucking battle between Kenobi and Anakin, and I, then of course Darth Vader's full transformation. I love all of it. And then at the very end of the movie, Anakin's theme subtly goes to Darth Vader's scene as he's sitting in the Star Destroyer, watching the Death Star get built, standing next to Palpatine. Beautiful. Yeah. No. Um. I just think it's understated. I think a lot of people forget about that particular scene. Mm. I disagree, the, but... um, uh, the um, uh, I just don't think it's highlighted enough. Mm-hmm. The um, uh, and it's also a pretty sweet decapitation. The um, uh, and then my other one is is the very end of Demolition Man when Wes <laughs> when Wes <Wesley's laughs> gets gets his head kicked off. It's fucking great. The uh, you know heads up, boom, gone. The um, uh, fucking love I love that decapitation. The uh, Brandon's giving him a very creepy smile right now. He found. I know what he found is. something. The um, go ahead, Brandon. Zach, you go first because you guys no, are gonna get go mad first, at me because I gotta think of one. So this one isn't even a decapitation of a person. This is in a comedy, and it is the decapitation of Petey the Bird from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good one. Yeah, that, that, that is a pretty good one. As Jim Carrey's character, Lloyd Christmas, tapes the head back onto the body and sells it to a blind child. Who continues to say pretty bird. Yep, and then later on you see the kid on TV because uh, National... Uh, what, what, what was that? Current Affair. Current Affair I, was um, uh, covering the story. That's hilarious. The um, uh, anything, any any other ones? No, no, pretty much all of things. I'm sure there are a lot of good ones out there. They're just not coming to me right now. Yeah, I was gonna say if we're talking non horror movies or like comedies and stuff, I can't think of anything. Dude, there's plenty uh, Zach of action doesn't movies. Watch <clears throat> comedies and Zach doesn't watch anything that's not horror. So Zach, you watch a lot of action movies. So there's plenty of decapitations in action movies. Oh, and I have an extra one to add on. Um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah, that one is the, okay. The fucking head man rolled like a bowling ball. It's just super simple. Dude, hey, dude, super simple sometimes works, brother. Yeah, I mean, I I know Zach really likes the beheading of Thanos in Avengers Endgame. Fucking dumbass movie. Dude, it's over. It's over, man. So I guess that's it. I guess, I guess so. The, um, uh, Brandon, go ahead and, uh, and close us out. All right. Thank you for listening to us here at the Nightmares Podcast. You can hear all of our other podcasts on Spotify, Anchor, and on YouTube. Look us up on all of our social media at Midwest Horror Network on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Slasher. And of course, you can uh, press that little bell uh, to be notified every time uh, we post a new bit of content on the Midwest Horror Network. And you can check out all of our amazing other shows, including Living Nightmares, our narrative show, where we go ahead and tell 
amazing, scary, true life experiences that have happened to real people. Um, also, you can check out our great show, The Screaming Room, where we um, watch, react, and uh, just uh, overall comment on less, lesser known horror movies. And then, of course, check out Zach's show, Let's Play a Game, where Zach uh, go ahead, goes ahead and plays and reacts and comments on horror video games. Thank you very much for listening. Um, uh, go ahead and, and share this with your uh, aunts, brothers, sisters, uncles, best friends. And that is it. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time.